I'm Yo Guangjin, and this is how we met. This week's couple had to learn to forgive. It follows a familiar story for most couples. You fall in love, you get too comfortable, and then you wonder what else is out there. Their story is about a man who answered that question for himself, the hurt it would cause, and how you learn to forgive. At the time of our conversations, they were happily married for over a year. We'll start their story from the very beginning. I saw that the pursuit that I have, right, was wrong by Michelle and it was hurting her. And then I questioned myself again, right, what do I really want to be? Who do I really want to become? It's very clear to me that it's not in that direction of my desire, but it was the humility and going back to her. Hi, I'm Michelle. Hi, I'm Nigel. And And this this is is How how I I Met You. What I like about Michelle is, I I was very attracted to her sense of humour. Yeah, and the things that she was interested in. So like uh, on her Instagram feed, right, she'll be posting like stories or like stuff, right? And then, and then I didn't know you were on my Instagram. <laughs> and then, no, eventually we got we got there, okay, But then the wavelength is the same, you know. Like sometimes you say a cold joke, right? And then you don't get a response, right? That's when you know that that one's not for you, la. But then, like she responded very well, la. And then it's in the manner that you can continue the conversation, right? So it made me feel very comfortable. And I feel maybe my sense of humor is a little bit warped, <laughs> not very normal. La. So like the fact that we could gel, right? Yeah, yeah really same same wavelength. What I like about Nigel is when I talk to him, I feel very, very light and very happy. Yeah, of course, I'm not going to expose the national audience how weird I am. <laughs> so, I think one of the classic verses in the Bible is from 1 Corinthians. It says, love is patient, love is kind. And like, from my previous dating experience, I had dated somebody who was maybe not so kind to some of my family members and friends. Yeah, so when I met Nigel... And then when you reread the verse, right, his name kind of fits in like Nigel is patient, Nigel is kind. (laughs) It just flows, yeah. So I was just very heartened that God had brought him into my life and that he kind of fulfilled that criteria that is within the verse. Sometimes I see her like an angel, like like so pure, right? And so right, right? Then I'm like, don't know some grey guy in between. You know what I mean? You're wearing a grey shirt. Just for yeah. the listeners. Yeah. 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 <laughs> when, when we first, first met, met. The first time I met her, right, I was made a fool in front of her. Yeah. The context was we were brought together to plan my friend's birthday party. Uh. And then when he came to my house to pick me up, she was in the car, already in the front seat. And then like, when I was about to approach the door, right, you know, all cheery and everything, knowing that you're going to meet somebody new, right? Then he persistently, as I reached out to the door handle to open, right, just drive the car forward. <laughs> so I, I was just like, made a joke, uh, right, right in front I of her. I think three times. Our friend really like made a fool out of him. Yeah, it was like persistent until the anger start to like build up within you, right? And then you don't know whether you should just like 
turn around and walk away because he might do it again or you know just play the gentleman and then like smile and then like accept it uh. mm. but me being the humble gentleman that I am right <laughs> I just I just I just uh, uh, smiled uh, and then uh, gently opened the door and then entered the car then like greeted her yeah but it showed that he was very patient so the first impression was really like wow Who's this like Chobu, you know, sitting in the front? Like, you know, you know what I mean, right? Yeah, I know, when you when you see somebody, yeah. Correct. And then you kind of like just think to yourself, like, wow, like I want to get to know her. Especially that period, right? Like yeah. fresh out of army. Correct. Yeah. Correct. Hungry. Hungry. <laughs> I thought it was cute. I was attracted to him. And then like I think after that we went to buy some party supplies and then we had quite a good chat with each other. Yeah. So that was the start. We, we knew, knew we, we could, could be, be more, more than, than friends, friends when. You can answer first. <laughs> Give you a chance. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. I remember I made the first move. Ah, whoa! <laughs> no, because after the birthday party, right? So I think he was the one taking photos. Yeah, so I didn't have his number or anything. So like he was on Facebook. And then I think like because he's my friend's friend, so... I just like Facebook message him like for the photos and then like it just went on from there. Oh, this warm fuzzy feeling just build up, right? Then like overwhelm and then like flushes your face and then you stare at the message like how to reply. <laughs> I remember at the earlier part of the relationship, it's like a hard math problem. You know, you, you scratch your head over like what to reply, right? Because you don't screw it up. I think the first time we hung out without our friend was National Day. Seven or eight years ago, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, so recently we went to watch the fireworks. I like dragged him to bring me to watch the fireworks. So then we were like reminiscing about the first time we watched fireworks together. So we were actually supposed to watch with our friend. But then like an hour before he told us he couldn't make it. So we just met. Yeah, without him. Yeah. Yeah, we decided like, ah, screw him. <laughs> and I remember picking her up from here. Because mm. I was riding a motorbike. Uh. Yeah. Then, you know, you can squeeze through the crowds, right? Because National Day area will be a big cluster, right? And then, like, you can just go there. So, like, we, we squeeze our way. I knew this spot in, like, uh, Marina where you had a good view. Uh. Yeah, we had a good time. Nice. Do you deliberately hmm? message your friend not to come? <laughs> no, 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 of course not. <laughs> God was orchestrating things in our favor. Yeah, but I got the license just for that reason. Uh. Just so I can do that, right? To pull it off. <laughs> I don't think so. I remember there was this once we went to Hot Park. Mm. Then he started telling me about his family. So there was like a big occasion because he like suddenly mentioned his family. And then I got to learn about his family and how close he was to his family. And also like his relationship with God. So like I think that was like a defining moment, like a change of impression. Like this guy is... Uh, can seriously consider, you know. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. Shit, can seriously consider. Yeah. Yeah, I, I remember that conversation. Like, it was very private. Like, hot park, you know, one of those like swinging mm. chairs, right? Mm. And then I was just sharing, because oh, I think it's very important for the person to know your background mm. and then check her response. Mm. And in this case, like, we really saw eye to eye. I think in that conversation also after like revealing like, you know, my love for family and then our relationship and my childhood, right? And then she started to share hers also. And then I realised that we were brought up with a lot of love. Uh, and, and the way we viewed family and the way we saw our parents was like very similar. 
we were, we were official, official when, when as we are dating uh, we basically explored all the parks in Singapore with the motorbike and then uh, we we ended up at the Labrador Park where we walked all the way to the end of like the Kenridge area right and then I think it was close to my birthday or, or something like that and then I, I asked her uh, whether because I felt I was ready no I remember yeah. you said you talked to your pastor about finding a girlfriend or something <laughs> Yeah. You said I fulfilled the criteria and I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. It was very sweet. It was very sweet. We were basically sitting on like this random grass patch overlooking the sea. And then he was he was telling me about like, I don't know why there was some criteria and then like, I fulfilled it and then he asked me to be his girlfriend. Whether I wanted to be his girlfriend. Yeah. But I think at that point in time, I was still like trying to figure out my relationship with God first so then that's exactly what I told him mm. so I, I told him that I really like you but I needed some time no it's something that I could understand like strangely as in for me it was a valid reason because like she only got like, baptised a few months before and then for me like at least religion is very important right because it's like at the core of you and what you believe and it's very important for me that my wife to be had that same point of view so I think that really showed her maturity also in the faith in wanting to first sort that out first and then think about the relationship. So I accepted no, and then we just continued talking. So then, uh, but basically then I followed up, right? Yeah. Then, so like 30th of December, it was actually on the 29th. 29th, like, uh, 29th night, night, but then I think midnight. it was yeah. midnight already. Yeah. yeah, we went for dinner. I was planning to ask already. Oh, I didn't know. So it was outside the MBS area where there are like a few benches. We were just like lying down on the benches and then like looking at each other. Some like quiet area. And then I just popped the question again. Will you be my girlfriend? Yes. The, the biggest, biggest argument, argument in, in our relationship, relationship was... The biggest argument we had, right? revolved around dishonesty. Like she felt that I wasn't honest with her, with my actions and, and how I felt. So I, I went on a trip with another friend with uh, intention to uh, meet up with other girls that I've met somewhere else. So that really like upset her. So that was the biggest argument that we had. And also for us, it was like, I think the defining point of our relationship. So it's like uni, right? You know uni, there's a lot of those like overseas trips that you, you go for. And then you, you meet uh, uh, fresh new people, right? From other places. So when he came back from the previous trip, he was like telling me all about like, like he was very popular. And then when you look through the Facebook photos, you can see all these girls like commenting on his photos and stuff like that. Yeah, and then he would be like texting them and stuff. Then I was like, what's going on? And then I think at that point in time, he was also facing a lot of like new female attention, not just in uni, but also like through these like overseas programs and stuff like that. So maybe the context is like that. Like after dating for a while, right? After the honeymoon period, you naturally see like flaws in each other. And then uh, for me, because Michelle is the first girl that I ever dated properly, like committed to like, like hey, you know, I'm my girlfriend, like that kind of stuff. The first state. Uh, so in that context, right? I do question myself, like, if she's really the one. Because the, you know, terms like the world is your oyster, there's so many fish out in the sea. Like, right, those are uh, not helping at all, right? And it did not help when 
at least like the hint of interest that I displayed right was reciprocated and then you kind of like unknowingly go on with it which for me was very hard to deal with right because at one end is like there's this commitment but then at this at this one end you are you are going after these things and as in as in just put it plainly right is is young yeah, yeah you're just like like lasting over somebody else right I I think I think for me it was very difficult and then because on one hand like I was blinded by that and I was pursuing that so he just booked his tickets and then I was like huh why? Why so, why so random and why so short notice? Because he just came back from like another country for the school event, right? Where he met like a lot of new girls. Yeah, so I, I was like very, very shocked. Like why you suddenly like go overseas again? Because you know, when you're students, you don't have a lot of money. Then I think I found out that uh, he was going because the two girls whom he met while on his previous trip asked him to visit them. And I was like, huh? Why are you flying like across to another country just to visit two girls? It's like so ridiculous, you know? Like, I mean, yeah. Then I think I was a bit upset at him. But like he he was just like, uh, but then like it's like not not my business. None of my business. So like just let him go. Obviously I was mad, right? Yeah. So I think when he was there, it was still okay, because like he sort of reassured me that like there's nothing and then like he will send me like photos and everything yeah but then I think I think I had a sense of like what was going on when I was there I did meet up for like lunch but then it wasn't anything it wasn't as I expected uh, uh, or at least at least it was, it's, it's just like that at that point already also like my conscience crept up to me and then it felt like awfully wrong yeah and then in that moment you start really thinking right what you are about to forego for what you will go again I think it also helped that when, when I when I went over then then like like uh, when put in the situation there was no reciprocation anymore like suddenly the other end also like very cold right and then wait the context is that the two girls that he was meeting they were both attached also yeah, so they were just like flirting with each other. Yeah, but but you can yeah. see how 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 scary it is this this fabrication in, in your mind that you pursue, right? That is not reality. So I was potentially destroying my reality for fiction. But <laughs> when I came back, right, it was like coming back to like ground zero, like just pure devastation. I think we just had like many like like long silent conversations that were not conversations because I was just sitting there and filming and like upset. Like when we met up, right? It was like three hours of like silence. Three hours of silence and then her her, her eyes just swell up with like tears. And then it's like a mix of like anger, frustration. It's very frustrating. Uh, because you 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 are trying it's it's like an impenetrable fortress that you are trying to to breach, right? And then for me, it's like you're on the seesaw of like pride or humility. At one end, you want to uphold that like, oh no, you know, you should have like, like understand me. Like I kept using the word freedom. I kept using like, give me my space. You need to understand. And then on the other end, it's like, but well, you see the, the, the state that she's in. And you also know deep down that like, 
Yeah, you're you, wrong. Yeah. <laughs> you, see, you see this with the right and wrong thing, right? But yeah. Huh? It's so obvious. What is right and what's wrong, what? Yeah. But then I think I, I held up my pride, right? For a long time. And then By long time you mean how many like days? Few or? months. Uh. Yeah, it's in few weeks. Uh. Yeah. Long time. Uh. Yeah. Yeah. Longer. Longer. Okay. Yeah. Love so patient. <laughs> love is patient, love is kind. Yeah. 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 Yeah, but but for me, it spoke to me like in the Bible, right? That like everything is permissible for me, but not everything is beneficial. Everything is permissible for me, but I will not be mastered by anything. Food for the stomach and stomach for the food, but God will destroy them both. The body is not meant for sexual immorality, but for the Lord, and the Lord for the body. Yeah, I know it's very lengthy, but my, my point is that the pursuit that I have, right? was wrong by Michelle and it was hurting her and it was wrong by the Bible standard. And then I questioned myself again, right? What do I really want to be? Who do I really want to become? It's very clear to me that it's not in that direction of my pride and my desire, but it was the humility and going back to her. So then the answer became very clear to me. But then I had to die to my interest. And how we worked through it was? It was a song. The song went like, like uh, I didn't mean to hurt you. So why did I let you walk out the door? You said you don't know me. You don't know who I am anymore. But if you knew the truth then, then you wouldn't feel insecure. Because if I didn't have you, I would have nothing at all. We were on the way back home from our friend's wedding. Yeah, and it just played on the radio. Like randomly. And then like when we listened to it, both of us like started tearing. They were each other like. <laughs> yeah, can, can you imagine? So it's like both of us, like she's yeah. in her shell, right? I mean, like my pride. Yeah, we, bubble, did, we right? never we, like never really talked talk to each other. Yeah, it's damn hard. And then like when the music played, right? Wow, it just broke us down. It was me down. Like, I cried like a baby. The the message therefore for me was was that like I never intended to hurt her, but then why why did I get her like why did I do all this kind of thing to make her go and leave right? And the truth is that like God has given me her. And she's really my everything, right? And then why would I let go of that? Like, freaking dumb, eh? And then when that, that lyrics hit, right? Wow, I cried like a fountain. Like, it just moved me. Like, and I knew, like, like, like wow, you screwed up, man. Yeah. I think that song was important to both of us in showing us that how important we were to each other. Yeah, so that, that we will not give up on each other. So I think it was when he admit that he was wrong and like admit that he like because I was accusing him of like having like like these like other desires and like like why are you like constantly looking out you know it's like you're not the only one who has options yeah so so I just I was just like telling him like like calling him out sort of yeah then I think it was when he humbled himself and like recognised that he was at fault and that what he was chasing after was wrong and when he decided to like commit again to the relationship. But it wasn't easy because like, I guess the trust like sort of went back down to... Ground zero. Yeah, somewhere there. Yeah. In the dirt. In <laughs> 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 Yeah, yeah. So, so like slowly law. Yeah. It wasn't easy. Uh. Yeah. I think it's got one year. Uh. One or two years. Uh. You see how damaging, right? can be. But like, like even, even that day when we were having dinner, right? Yes, mm. yesterday, uh, she said like, like that thing. You know when you ask like, what's your first argument, right? Then 
the, the, the tone was like very wrong. As in, my, my, my point was that it hurt so hard, right? That it's still painful, even though she has forgiven me. But it still hurts. Ah. We'll continue to This Is How We Met after the break. Oh, hi. Guangjin here. Producing this podcast has been an absolute blast. We fell in love with every single couple that we've met. If you have connected to this episode as much as we did, could I ask for a five-star rating? If you don't want to miss an episode, hit the bell icon and follow us as well. We'll let you know every week whenever a new episode is out. We'll return to This Is How We Met. I felt like I required a lot of reassurance. It meant uh, transparency, like making her know who I'm hanging out with and then introducing her into like my social circle also. And then that's why like uh, hanging out like couple to couple like meant a lot. Or like even in the work context, right? Like I'm introducing her to you. Or, or like I bring her also as much as I can like to whatever events that I, I'm part of. Uh. Mm. And then also like sharing with her, oversharing with her about my developments socially. I guess when he went out with like friends late and stuff like that, he'll let me know like who he went out with and like uh, what they're doing and stuff like that. Not just just like informing informing me lah. Yeah. yeah. But so I think I, also in the context of like work where we travel a lot, right? Like is letting her know who I'm traveling with and then that constant video calls at night. Okay. Or, or like consistency or How, How we, we kept, kept our, our relationship, relationship alive. I think we we made it a point to like spend time one-on-one time with each other frequently. So we will even like if we have family dinner, then after that we will go for walks together alone. Because we like to walk in the park. So <laughs> so we walk in the parks, then we'll we'll talk about like how our because last time when we were dating, we only met two, two or three times a week. Yeah, so we'll talk about how we has been and like any updates and like just check in with each other. I think also hanging out with mutual friends. So at, in the beginning, we only had that one mutual friend who brought us together. But over time, we like introduced each other to our social circles and then it grew and then we started spending more time as a group. Couldn't have said it better. Like fiercely protecting that individual time. I remember every Sunday would be like our time. So we will prioritize that over like family just for us to be alone. And we would conclude the week and then start the week together. Like uh, through sharing, uh, right? And then that, just that consistently. On, On our, our proposal, proposal day, day. Because God was such a uh, central in our relationship, right? I wanted that sort of symbolism to play out. And then I was thinking very long and hard. And also because I want to like be it to be something special, right? Of some significance. As in, I always shared with her about my childhood and how it meant a lot to me also. And, and likewise, she did the same. And then, a place of significance for me in my childhood was uh, Raffles Marina. Because uh, my family would always go there over the weekend to like swim and it's where I had a lot of fond memories. So there's a lighthouse there that symbolically represented God, right? So I wanted to propose there. Because then, 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 wow, see, it's like everything match, right? And then I wanted to do it also on the day that I asked her to be 
my girlfriend. Actually, I wanted the same anniversary. Uh. <laughs> so then, the second one. Be lazy. We got time. Be lazy. But then, uh, so I, I before that, uh, we were at a friend's uh, party. That day, we actually had to attend two separate Christmas parties. Yeah, so we had to attend my friend group's Christmas party and then we had to attend his friend group's Christmas party. So I was very busy. And my friends all knew that I was going to do this. So they also chop chop in on time, ah, right? But after that, my friend's house was in Pasiris, which is like... <laughs> and then I had to travel all the way. <laughs> so I uh, managed to get my parents' car, right? And then like, uh, I drove from one end to the other so that I can do that. Uh, and knew down to her in front of the night house which was most significant. Uh. Yeah. I told her like, like uh, hey, you want to like celebrate New Year's together or something like that? Because it's the 30th. Uh. It is the 29th past midnight. Then what I remember was like, you know, I, I convinced her to go. And she seemed quite okay. Like, like I'm not sure even at that moment if she expected it or not. The, the lighthouse was actually at, really at Tua. So it's at the, the other end of the world. So... I was already super suspicious. Like, I was a bit annoyed because I wanted to go home and sleep. <laughs> and then, <laughs> and I was like, then I was like, no, no, let's go to the, let's go to the Raffles Marina. Then I was like, oh, but it's like, it's very late and it's like so far away. Then in my head, I sort of like guessed it because like he's hardly so persistent. I found out that it was too obvious. I mean, of course, uh, why would you drive from like, Pasiris all the way to Tuas, right? But then in the parking lot, I remember like distracting her a little bit. And then I went to the back, took out the ring and then put the ring in my pocket. I remember you like going to the back of the car. And I was just waiting. And when we actually went to the area in front of the lighthouse, actually the gates were locked. So we couldn't go in front of the lighthouse. Yeah. Then Nigel was a bit frantic. He was like, hmm, maybe I should go and talk to the guards. <laughs> <laughs> I think you bring the part out about the security guard because it's a joke. <laughs> yeah, he walked. No, because it was quite far away. Then I was like, oh, it's very far away. Why don't we just sit here? Then he was like, no, let me look for the security guard. <laughs> then he's like, he's like, looks like there's somebody there. I was like, I don't think so. <laughs> Then he went, he walked all the way to the other end to look for a guard. But there was no guard at the guard house. It was just a fan and light and nobody there. Because it was close to midnight. So then he was like, oh, I think he had no choice. So we just sat down. And then I recounted the five years of our relationship. We got married on the sixth. I proposed like one year on the fifth year. Then uh, sharing with her like uh, the journey that we've been through. And then how much she means to me and how she has changed me as a person also lah. It was very emotional, you know. Yeah, then after that, he, he jumped off the, the, the ledge that we were sitting on. And then, yeah, that was the moment he started scratching his butt. <laughs> because I, I, took the, I took the ring out of the box, right? So it's just in my pocket. And I put it in my back pocket. So for a period, I was standing in front of her scratching my butt. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah, finding the ring, right? He was like, just scratching. I was like, why are you scratching your body? I was like, I, I sort of knew already, but it was very funny to see. Yeah. And then, I went down on one knee after that conclusion, right? And I asked her, will you marry me? Yes, of course. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hi. Thanks for staying all the way to the end. I'm guessing you have some interesting stories to tell as well. When we created This Is How We Met, our objective wasn't just to share stories of couples in love, but to share the complex relationship 
of meeting someone or something new. Tell us your story by reaching out to us on our website. The link is in the description. See you next week.